been another week. This is WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz. One of your hosts, Greg Sims. One of the other hosts with the least is Andy Bozak. Bozak? Bozak? However you want to say it this week. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I went to the George Lopez concert dinner night at the casino in Gary, and you know, so I guess sitting around with a whole bunch of ethnic people, I say things differently now, I guess. You're rolling your R's. Yes. <laughs> sure. And we're sponsored by? Independent Order of Oddfellows. Check quick action number go. 56 in good old downtown Valparaiso, Indiana. Yeah. So anyways, we have as our guest... Extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. There you go. <laughs> and she's laughing. <laughs> uh, Barb Re- Commissioner Barb Regnitz. Welcome back. Well, thank you so much. It was so much fun the last time <laughs> I could. Is she part of the lead group? I think she's only the uh, second guest we've had on twice, maybe the third. But that's it's a small number, so that's great. Yeah. Wow. Well, and we knew, we knew that when she was on before, she'd have to come back because we didn't. Well, we talked about stuff, but there was still a lot left. And right now that you oh, have yeah. about a year under your belt, mm-hmm. there's a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had to buy five new belts. So, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, she's here to make a major announcement. She's I I, I want to put the cat out of bed, but something to do with the you know I'd be running for president of the United States. I don't know. Now you gain that experience, you know. <laughs> Oops, I missed all the filing dates for all the states. (laughs) No, but seriously, no, welcome, welcome aboard. Welcome back. And uh, boy, where do we start? So many things. Uh, What was the biggest surprise? What was the biggest accomplishment so far? What what is yet to do that you really, you know, because you've got three more years. Mm -hmm. But now... I like the two of you. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what is, what would you say? Speaking of, let's, let's go with that. Yeah. What is the best thing that you, okay, you've been elected, you've, you've had a year. What is the number one thing that you either look forward to or are happy about or? Well, I love coming into the office every day and getting stuff done. You know, it just is so fulfilling. It's so rewarding. And sometimes it's just little things. So but we've got, as you two know, we've got so many major proje- projects that are going on. And it's it's fun to see when something actually is accomplished. Like when we moved uh, voters registration from the administration building over to 155 Franklin and to go over there and just see you know, it's real. It's something that you envisioned, and and now and now it's happened. And okay, and, we and I would make- add to that that you guys did. And I, when I say you guys, I mean the commissioners or whoever was in charge of that renovation. It is cool. Like I, I was in there the other day registering to to, to mm-hmm. run, and that was the first time I was in that office, and I was like, the, the exposed beans. It just got a cool feeling in there too. So you guys, I feel like did it right. Yeah. yeah. But it, you know, it's so fun. And, and the goal was for it to be a win, win, win all around. So we needed space for the health department and we needed more space for the coroner and veterans affairs. It, we didn't necessarily, that wasn't something that they had come to us uh, for additional space, but they're going to benefit from it. But it all started with both the coroner needing space in the health department, having a million dollars in ARPA funding to Mm -hmm. expand the health department. And it was like, 
how are we going to accomplish this? And and it was all about, okay, who can who can we move and where can we move them to and how can it be a super win for yeah. them as well? And when you think about voters registration was in the lower level, mm-hmm. not that easy to find, not that you couldn't even see them from the street. And now they're at the street level. They got cool graphics on the front of the building and they're going to they have plans to be really visible, which is just great. So. That works. Yeah. yeah. And then that, to, to build on that, so the, the public listening, the health department is also on the lower level, I believe. Isn't the coroner as well? Or Yes. Yes. And so is veterans. Okay. They're all on the lower level right now. Yeah. So by moving voters registration into the old jail where the restaurant was, you guys have to open that space up. So that's that's allowing for the expansion of these offices. Correct? Right. So where voters registration was, we're now going to move in the coroner and we're going to move in voters. I mean, Veterans Administration and then the health department will be able to take that whole, oh, that whole side. OK. And since they've gotten the additional health first initiative funding, they're hiring additional people. They're expanding what they're doing. There's so many things that they need that. We just never included when we did the building in the first place that we're now able to provide for them. So I think it's going to be just a, a huge win for everybody all around. Yeah. What else? How is that um, expansion going? Is that, that health department and all this stuff being moved now? Is that in the process? Or no, is no, no. We're still out? we're still in the schematic design phase. Okay. Where you price it out and then you realize, oops, you know, we've got <laughs> scope creep. And so, you know what? We haven't, we have a hard cap budget. We have what's remaining. We have 955000 left in ARPA funding. And then we have what they're allowed to spend out of, the, out of their Health First Initiative funding for capital projects. We have a hard limit on that. And so... Well, that's it. We can't spend any more. Kind of what a surprise to us was, and this kind of is the thing that put a crimp in the whole thing. I don't know how this happened, but our HVAC system doesn't do ventilation. It only does recirculation. And so because it's a major renovation and code today says you have to have ventilation, that's what we're going to have to address. And how are we going to make that happen? So. So is that something you have to address building the whole building wide or just for the health department? No, just for the health department. Okay. 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 Yeah. Well, at least that's not an impact. (laughs) Don't you know people that work in places where they can maybe look the other way on a a permit? (laughs) I'm just saying. I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think so. Wait a second. Hey, you know, we have, we really actually have to practice what we preach, right? We I'm need just to find what the people are thinking. It's all. <laughs> wow. But I think when all, when it's all done and all the other projects that we're working on, and, and both of you know, we're doing an amazing renovation at the Memorial Opera House. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait for you to see what that's going to look like when that's done. You are just going to be blown away. It's going to be so impressive. I just can't wait to see those two statues sitting outside the building. <laughs> you, you and Andy, I figured. <laughs> I'm and just then, saying. <laughs> and then something so needed is our center garage that hasn't yeah. been touched for 60 years. And, you know, it's just really nice to be able to set that up for another 60 years because 
obviously back 60 years ago, equipment was different, trucks right. were different, everything was different, needs were different, and our responsibilities as county government have grown tremendously over the past 60 years. So right. we got we to gotta look at what the needs are now and kind of project those out into the future. Now, are you still thinking about is the garage expansion or, or new development going to be in the same spot or is it going to be somewhere else? Has that been well, decided? It, we did not have enough of a budget to be able to find a different location. Oh. So we had to see how we could fit what we needed to do in that. Where it already that, is? Yeah. At, in that seven acres. Yeah. So not a lot of space to be able to do everything that we want to do, but they have somehow figured out how to get it all in there. Okay. <laughs> and when's well, it projected to start, the construction? Probably not until, oh, gee, I don't even know when construction starts. It's, I mean, we're still in the we're design. We're still going to get through the planning. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> we're still in, we're still in this, we're still in the schematic design phase. And once we're done with that, then we do the, we'll do the bidding and then, you know, at that point in time, we'll, we'll do construction. We also have the renovation of the jail. Now, what's interesting is that jail is like only 20 years old. I know. It doesn't seem yeah. like this. <laughs> but, but because it's used 365 days, seven days a week, yeah, 24, 24 hours, hours a day, it gets yeah. beat up all the time, and it, and it looks it. So we're going to be fixing what we possibly can over mm. there well, as well. And I would add to both of those, both the center of the garage and the jail, just so the general public knows, Yes, there's a lot of uh, things that need fixed, but there's also a lot of safety concerns. New technology came out for the jail. Right. Um, there was emission problems with trucks running in the old center garage. There was right. other safety issues of things falling. So there's the commissioners have taken this on with the, the partnership with the council and are really moving forward to fix some of these major issues that we've kind of just been pushing down the road the last 60 years or 20 or whatever it is. Falling you know? down the road? Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, the thing is, is, and a lot of people don't realize we have, depending on who you ask, we have between 18 and 21 different buildings that we're responsible for. It's a lot. And yeah, every single one of them has their own skin, their own... right. Uh, you know, roof, their own, their own roof, that's, that's their own, slowly degrading away. Yeah. Right. Well, right. and HVAC and mechanical yeah. and plumbing and all that kind of stuff. It just, it, yeah, just like think about your own house. You can't just leave that for 60 years. And oh, and Andy lives in a van down by the river. He, he doesn't <laughs> have a house. Where his light display is, is actually his parents' house. He, he, he does it there. Makes it seem like it's his house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. This way, if it gets if it gets redistricted or something, even though he's at large, you know, he can always just <laughs> shuffle down the road. <laughs> I shouldn't. Have, I probably shouldn't have revealed that irony. Oh well. Well, no, but but you know that we we have a separate wing for him over at the jail specifically for him. Oh goodness! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, keep laughing, keep laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, you know, hey, I, your son he approves, and he just so you know we brought him over. Well, there's always room at the animal shelter. I'm just saying, <laughs> your choice, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <God. laughs> I'm crying here. What the hell? <laughs> no. So, <laughs> so what else has been a big surprise or or uh, 
So, I mean, it could be anything. Well, I don't know. you know, Greg, you and I worked on a project and we really should talk about this because it was so great. We were able to we received opioid funding and, it, you know, some companies, they were they got sued and they had to pay into, you know, liability fund. And a lot of the counties were recipients of that. And we had an opportunity to interview everybody and either the you know, the component that's helping people in, in rehabilitation or in prevention of, of drug use and abuse. And I don't know if you want to talk about some of the recipients. I just think that that was such a rewarding component of, of something that we were able to accomplish this past year. You know what? And, and I, I would absolutely agree. It's And, and it was we, we kind of talked about this before the show. It was just people helping people. Yeah. You know, it didn't matter what the political affiliation was, didn't yeah. matter this. It was like, Here's people that have an opportunity to move some funds to communities, members of the community, uh, associations, yeah. all that stuff. And, and I guess some of them were what well, we talk about, the PRA, the yeah. Recovery Association yeah. in, in Portage. Yeah. And then the 320 Calumet, which right. was a really interesting, cool, awesome place. And then the Moraine House and mm-hmm. uh, downtown Valpo. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and when you think about it, it was kind of Chesterton, Portage, yeah. Valpo. Yeah. It, it didn't concentrated one particular area mm-hmm. so yeah that was i i would agree that was that was something special and yeah. uh, well and to build up that that's reoccurring money correct i mean right. it's, it's right. not that the same amount coming in every right. year but right. uh yeah, yeah we've got another to make investment right we've got another 15 years of of funds coming in and so we're putting together a committee and they're going to come up with a plan and we're going to have a, a process of being able to grant those grant those dollars. Right. So. And part of that, too, was we were able to hire two social workers for the, the sheriff's That's department for right. the county. Yeah. And the second one hasn't been hired yet, but I right. guess applications are are open. So right. Uh, should be soon that we hear about that. And that's pretty exciting. That is really, really exciting mm-hmm. because Sheriff Allen ha- found the benefit when he was the chief of police for Valpo. Mm-hmm. And he he ended up stealing the person that he hired for that <laughs> and bringing her over to the to the county. <laughs> but you know what? There was such a pent up demand for her and, you know, what she she yeah. just is spread way too thin. And even though she was able to spend some time on the whole drug crisis, she really wasn't able to focus on that. And by yeah. providing a second person for that, now hopefully they will be in their front line. I mean, right. they're they're the ones that are experiencing either you know people that are that are in crisis or right. are close to being in crisis, and and to be able to yeah. And, and the one thing, too, that that I think was a major benefit, because we see, uh, we can give a little shout out to Sam here. She's got a, one of the things she's a part of is at the Living Hope Church off of Calumet in Valpo, right across from the old Fairgrounds Park. The church there on Friday nights from 530 to 7, give out free meals. Mm-hmm. And it's called the Unity Cafe. And there's a lot of times where, and, and right now it's a shelter for, because it's cold outside, although it has been kind of warm lately, but... So there'll be some people there that can get a little unruly at times. And because she's there, it can be calm. And then sometimes if the police come by or whatever it is, they talk to her, they get it out and they straighten it out. And her position in a lot of ways saves people from being taken to jail. 
because oh, yeah. then the, the police officer can, you know, talk to her and she knows what's going on a little bit more because mm-hmm. she's trained in that. Yeah. And I and I found that's a, a big benefit where there can be a, a buffer. So whereas before people were just taken to jail because, yeah. you know, and then all of a sudden the jail gets people yeah. Yeah. that maybe they don't know how to deal with because that's not their area of expertise. And right. so this is another layer of protection for everybody. Yeah. And and I. That that was a cool benefit because we didn't know how yeah. that was going to work, and yeah. it seems to be. And again, it's still relatively new. It's what about a year or two, but mm-hmm. I, I would hope it it progresses still positively. You know, mm-hmm. so that's that's a neat thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's really exciting, and and really everybody should. You know, I think they should celebrate the fact that we had the ability to do that, right. and that they will be funded for Another you know the next years. fifteen years. Yeah. So yeah, well, yeah. Go ahead, Andy. Oh, I thought you were going to say that. No, I wasn't, but I think that's great. Barb, I, I had a question that's not yeah. related to this, but so when you, you've had your first year in office, what was the most surprising, like, surprising thing as far as being elected? Did you find any, any surprises that you would warn people about, like if somebody said they were going to run for county office or any suggestions <laughs> of what they should or shouldn't do? Don't do, do it. <laughs> no, do it. You should have told me. Well, <clears throat> I think that it is an amazing opportunity to be of service to the community. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing way of being able to give back. And I just, for anybody that is has that kind of mentality and they really do want to get involved, mm-hmm. I just I can't imagine a you know another better way of being able to do that. And there, there's all sorts of different avenues of being able to give back to the community. But this mm-hmm. is a really, it's a really great way of being able to do that. Yeah, it's got to be fun too. When you're coming into a position, you know we're on the county council. We're in charge of money. It's it's an exciting position, but it's not as exciting, I assume, as being a commissioner. You get to, to hire get and fire people. With, yeah, well, <laughs> fired. People, yeah, people for themselves most of the time. But with the, the hiring, the getting involved with the different departments, like you said, coming in every day, and you've got a new challenge, yeah. uh, a new problem to solve. It sounds like <laughs> there's well, a lot, but you. T- I mean, how many people work for the county? Oh, my gosh. I, I know we have like over 500 full-time and a couple hundred part-time. So at any given time, I mean, yeah. theoretically, you're in charge. Not in charge, but you you have some oversight over a lot of those, if not all those people. Yeah. That's a pretty big responsibility in itself. You know? Well, yeah. I, th- the other thing is I love being there. So if anybody wants to come and talk. They mm-hmm. can. They, my door is always open, and people... especially once a month at lunch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We do. Yeah, we do have a monthly brown bag lunch. So, but Andy, there's there's something else that we did that I know you appreciate, and that's the Poco Wellness connection. Yeah, is that the walking? That is that. You know, we have a portal for our for our people, and one of the things we're doing. Right now, you know, we reward people when they're sick. And when they go to a doctor, you know, we pay for that. But we don't reward people when they do things when they're well. And so this is a way to encourage people to do healthy sorts of activities. And yeah. and we're really trying to get some of those activities to be things that are on county property, like going out to Sunset Hill Park and mm-hmm. looking at the, the the miniature train that runs out there. Hey, you're yeah. getting outside, you're walking, and and 
you know, talking to other people. And it's just a way to get socially and mentally and physically active, which is what we're trying to encourage. So, Andy, drinking a beer, walking on a treadmill in your basement doesn't quite count. <laughs> I'm looking right now getting steps. As a matter of fact, they're on the basement. What she, what she was talking about is it was it's such a cool program because it, it motivated me to get my yearly physical because you got points for that. Yeah. Um, you got, you know, you got points for getting tests. There was certain things that you would do health wise that you would get points for. And some of them yeah. I did, some of them I didn't. Yeah. Uh, one of them was quitting smoking. You, you would do better, but no, I didn't do that yet. <laughs> uh, one of the things that I want to talk about with this the healthcare and the great thing that I think the county did for the county coverage of healthcare was, well, this year now we're with APTA. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and APTA, I've actually used it, Barb. Yeah. And I'm in the process of using APTA Cash for the first yeah. time. Wonderful. And I'll tell you, they've, they, the, the, it's been a mess. I'll tell you straight up, after cash has been a mess, but they've done everything they can to help me through it. Yep. And it wasn't a mess caused by them. Yep. It was a mess caused by Lakeshore Bone and Joint and uh, No, I thought you were going to um, say your error, human error, AD error. So what after cash is, if you're a county insurance, it's a, it's a savings to the county. Yep. So my daughter needs some knee surgery. And through the hospital, it was going to cost around $30,000. Now that's, you know, going to insurance and whatnot. And then my cost out of pocket would be a couple grand, but that cost is coming directly back to the county because we're insured. Yeah. We're self-insured to so yeah. much. Yeah. Well, now what we have is this at the cash program and we can call, you can pre-set up the appointment. They will call and prepay the appointment and you may owe a little or may not owe anything, yeah. but it's a huge savings to the county. The surgery is going to end up costing just around six grand yeah. and it's paid for up front. So, I mean, it's just a huge savings. And I think that the commissioners put a lot of work into that program. And so far, I would say it's beneficial. Again, there's going to be hiccups at, at first. Right, because it's brand new. Very first thing we've ever we've ever done this. So, it's great. Yeah. And so, congratulations. That's, what I think, going to be a big savings to the county as yeah. long as it's utilized. Yeah. Well, and I think we've also added care coordination. That's huge. Which is, you know, it's it's a premier service, but at the same time, it helps the county to save money, too, because people who aren't familiar with everything that they need to do, they're just going to go around and not optimize their care. And having a care coordinator is going to walk them through and make sure that everything for them is getting taken care of and it's optimized. And at the end of the day, that will end up costing less money. And it's like a premier service for them. It's like a concierge level service. Mm -hmm. It is like a concierge. And they through messaging, I mean, it's fast. They're good. They are good. (laughs) No, that's that's neat. And and if there's anyone out there that, you know, just check out our websites, we have job openings on there. Right, right. There might be somebody yeah. listening and said, you know, I'd like to be a part of the county and mm-hmm. for the benefits and because they work, what, 35 hours a week and various holidays I think off. the highway department's 40 hours. Right. The highway department is 40 hours a week. The other ones are 35. Yeah. So but not- there are always job openings in a variety of different departments. Mm-hmm. and Yeah. <clears throat> so come, yeah, check out the, the website and... And, and this is WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz. We're sponsored by the Independent Order of Odd Fellows, Chequick Lodge number 56 in downtown Valparaiso. And if you want to get a hold of us, our, our email is pcbuzz103 at yahoo.com. So uh, if you have a suggestion, comment, you want another guest on again or or guest in general, <laughs> <laughs> let us know. <laughs> so, so... Well, the other thing I got to do 
yeah. is the day that we ended up shutting down the county because we were supposed to get snow in parts of the county and no snow in other parts of the county. I was in the part of the county that wasn't getting any snow. Yeah. And our highway superintendent also li- lives about a m- less than a mile away from me. He picked me up in one of the plows oh. and we drove a couple miles north where it was snowing like crazy, blowing like oh. crazy. And I got to actually experience plowing the roads, which is really cool. How many mailboxes did you knock over while you were driving? <laughs> Do you know that it's not the plow that knocks over it's the mailbox? The it's the snow that yes. knocks over the mailbox. Yes. <laughs> so they can always throw up their hands and say it wasn't, wasn't the plow. Me. We didn't do it. No, actually, yeah. I, I really, in seriousness, if your if your mailbox is decapitated or whatever, there Andy is Andy Bozek is the guy you need to contact. <laughs> Andy Bozek. <laughs> and you want to give your cell phone number out real quick, Andy? Um, there is a form that you can complete on the Porter County website, and you can actually have them come and 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 take care of it. So. Yeah. Yeah, and that's good. And, and it's funny because you're the only other person that I knew that a couple years back. I I did a ride along with yeah. uh, with a plow, and it's it's an interesting experience. Yeah. And and I'm glad you did it because you learn. Yeah. Well, you just don't you realize you know the scope of of what they do. And did anyone wave at you or flip you off or steal salt? No, not <laughs> at all. Because <laughs> it was what was so amazing about that last snowstorm was the bands where the snow was actually falling. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you got into our band, there was no snow. Yeah. You just cross the band and yeah. it's like a blizzard. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. out yeah. there except for the plows. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me. And, yeah. yeah. And I, I used to plow, not not roads, obviously, but parking lots and stuff like that when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember, and I'm wondering if you had any experience with this, like it's hard to see the line sometimes. You don't oh, know where, oh, is yeah. that hard on the road? Oh. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, and I think, you know, I think these these plow truck drivers are they get familiar with the roads. But when that snow was drifting, I don't I didn't know how we could figure out where the road was. And then when the snow, you realize if you're going in one direction, the snow is blowing and it's not on the windshield. You're going in the other direction. The snow is blowing. You can't even see. So you don't even bother plowing in the other direction because you literally cannot see yeah it's but they do they do a really good job i mean it we've got some great people that do the plowing and stuff mm-hmm. and uh yeah but i think people just need to understand sometimes it's they can't get to their subdivision yet or like you yeah. said the drifting and this you know it kind of messes things up and as right. much as you try sometimes you just you get know. done with the main road and you got to go back and you got to do it again because of the drifting it's just the one thing that that we I, I've gotten calls over the years and sometimes people forget who is responsible because we've got the unique thing about Porter County is you got the state highway states, you know, they yeah. plow. Right. You got the cities, you know, like in Valpo, right. they right. plow and then you got right. the county. And then some people, they're yelling at the wrong entity for not plowing their area. And it's like like where I'm at, a lot of people think it's I, I'm out in the county a little bit, but they all think it's Valpo. And yeah. And or they think, yeah, it's just interesting. And in some in some areas, the the county is half of the road. And (laughs) on the other half is the city. Casey, now here you might be able to answer this. (laughs) Uh, Who plows County Line Road? How does that happen? 
Is that like an east and west yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah. You know, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I can't remember if it's on the east side of the county. It, you know, it's your it, it's responsibility. Ours. If it's on the west side of the county, it's the other. You know, so I'm. I'm not, I can't remember which is which, but that's okay, it. But that's, that's the deal. That. Yeah, that's always kind of funny. You, hey, you, Greg. What? If anyone's ever bel- blaming Valpo for plowing, and you know it's county, just let them blame Valpo. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll tell them to call Andy Bozak. Or City of Portage. Or... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's responsible for Route 30, Portage? Exactly. Parents live in a, a county subdivision, so they're one of the last plowed, you know, areas, and that's yeah. the way it should be. You know, you got to tackle those main thoroughfares, you got to yeah. tackle those main roads. But you see people on Facebook, well, my subdivision hasn't been plowed. Well, it's still snowing. They're out there working the major pass right now. It's yeah. not that we don't want to get to you, yeah. but we don't have the manpower to do it all at the same time. But you realize, you know? Andy, a good son would have bought their parents a nice vehicle to get out no matter what conditions. <laughs> Just saying. Well, in the subdivisions, they might have... In those yeah. subdivisions, they might have somebody who actually has a plow that could actually just go over once so people yeah, can at right. least get yeah. out. But we've had that in our area. Legal yeah. either. I don't know if you can legally plow a road, can you? Of Who's course get... you can. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. I'm Who's not an attorney. Them? I better yeah. not say that. <laughs> I don't, uh, that <laughs> <laughs> Those opinions are expressly due to Andy Bozak and uh, nobody else. <laughs> so, oh, oh my you, you realize you've been thrown under the plow several times, right, Andy? Yeah, and you know what? And that's the thing too that that Barb and I talked about that a little while ago. It is so nice that we're not running right now. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh. Oh my gosh. That was just yesterday. Yeah. It seems like these three years yeah. since my election has flown by. It's like, yeah. where does the time go? Well, the other thing we were talking about, and I, where did this come from? There are nine candidates running for county I council. I, I was shocked when, when Barb said that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what is the attraction, you guys? I mean, there's got to be something that's happening at the county council that everybody wants to run. I keep looking at my back like I got a giant target on it. <laughs> well, your back is pretty big, Andy. You know. Well, Andy, you know what? I could tell you one thing you have in your favor. Bozek, okay. and that's the Self first. Cars. No, that's the first letter of your last name. Oh. <laughs> that's true. I don't know of anybody who's running whose last name begins with A, <laughs> but there's three whose yeah. last name begins with the letter B. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's interesting. It should be. Well, yeah. I mean, it's. I, I guess. Well, I guess that's a good thing that a lot of people want to be a part of it, and, and oh. you hope it's for the good reasons, oh, yeah. not for yeah whatever but yeah you know be curious well and then you yeah, actually have uh dan Witten, who's filed down for uh laura's expedition too which is interesting mm-hmm. yeah because he was on the council for what at least three three terms i believe so he's got that experience too it's gonna be an interesting race yeah yeah well yeah we'll see what happens and and, and one thing too that i found is kind of fascinating is the uh for commissioners the whole county votes for the commissioner even though they theoretically represent a district right 
You know, that that seems so odd. Whereas with the council, we represent a district, but only the people in that district vote for us. Yeah. And then and I know with Andy running at large, now yeah. it's everybody as right. well. Right. But well, I think the reason it's the way it is with the commissioners, if they didn't say they had to come from a different district, probably everybody would come from the center district, right? Oh, that's you know, be hard. Yeah. Most likely you'd get the majority of people yeah. coming yeah. from there and it would be hard to get elected if you came from the south Somewhere part of the county else. or the north part of the county. So just yeah. to make it fair. Yeah. But that is true. Yeah. That all commissioners run countywide and they and they both represent the or all three of them represent the entire county, not just necessarily their district. So Oh, okay. Oh, that's a good way of putting. Okay. So yeah. if somebody from Portage calls you, you can easily help them just like yeah. Jim or Laura yeah. currently right, right now. Well, right. Well, that's kind of cool. We don't ask them where they live yeah. when, when they ask a question. Unless they're well, you live in a county. <laughs> 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 yeah. So what's a typical day like for you, uh, Commissioner? Are you going to work, uh, and going to different departments or traveling to the different buildings or the problems come to you? You just kind of got to sit When you're not out plowing. You know what? Every day is so different. It's I, I might be going over to a building looking at something. I might be on a Zoom Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, with five different projects going on right now, we're on a lot of Zoom calls and <laughs> and having to make some, you know, having to make decisions and moving those projects along. Mm-hmm. It just and people come. It's amazing. People come and visit. <clears throat> they want to talk to a commissioner. So and since you're the only one there, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. You, you need to put one of those little ticket things like at a deli counter. Yeah. Number yeah. one, yeah, number yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I love it when people come in from the outside and they want to talk to a commissioner or they haven't actually have an opportunity to talk about something, get information, get mm-hmm. directed to the right place or whatever. So I think. And yeah, you, you can either learn a lot or sometimes they're coming in with a complaint that I'm sure that you're able to give them a different perspective or information they didn't know and maybe change their mind too on us. Right, right. Now, do you ever get people that need to talk to a commissioner and you find out that, no, they need to talk to the mayor in Valpo or oh, city sure. council? Oh, so, sure. Okay. But still, it's not like you turn them away. You know, you you might reach out to that person and, and say, hey, you know, so-and-so is having an issue. What is their best mm-hmm. uh, course of action here? And then they might have a recommendation of who they should talk to. So you try to ease them into where the next step is that they have to go. Mm-hmm. So like if they need to go upstairs, you might call somebody upstairs and say, hey, so-and-so has an issue with something. They're going to walk up right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and ask a question. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So what Barb's saying, she's not like dealing with Comcast. They don't just transfer your calls. Well, we can't afford Comcast. We're not rich like you, Andy. We we can't afford Comcast. <laughs> you know, we can't even afford a black SUV with purple or pink stripes on it. <laughs> Who has that, Andy? Actually, Andy, you, you'll 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 get a kick out of this. I, I I bought a vehicle this weekend, and I asked for a black one with pink stripes, and I laughed, and I go, nobody would want that. I go, well, there's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I didn't want that. It didn't really appear in the picture. And I drove up to Detroit and I'm like, dude, it's not pink shit. She's like, yeah, you didn't see the picture? I was like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I go somebody because I drove all this way. Hey, Andy, you look great in a pink shirt. I've seen you. I know. You, you, you actually look good in pink. So don't worry about it. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He's getting ready for Easter, I guess. You know, all those nice pastel yeah, colors. That's true. <laughs> Somebody let me put that history content out, Paul. That's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, it's on Sunset Hill on uh, yeah. Flag Day, June 14. Yes. Yeah. Is it June? No, it's not June oh, 14. Crap. I got it wrong. It's, an, yeah. When is it? June 14. Now you threw me off. Yeah. Oh, June. that's one thing that we were able to do with some of the ARPA funds is to do a band shell out at Sunset Hill Park. Is it uh, built yet? I, I hadn't been out there for a little while. I don't think it's been built yet. And the only reason I, th I think that is because the money hasn't been spent yet. So oh, I don't think it's okay. been built yet. But okay. they could be in the process of doing something with it. I just don't know. That's going to be so cool. I, I mean, I love that idea. I think that that park is beautiful and it's a great area to do it. Oh, in. and so many people utilize that park. I I don't think people realize what an actual treasure and resource that park yeah. is so a lot of people from chesterton is close to chesterton so they take advantage of that as well it's a great great place and it's interesting because i grew up in chesterton but i didn't wasn't as familiar with it until about let's say about 10 years ago when i started getting into the parks here in burns harbor and you're right it is it's a very cool park when you have an opportunity to go talk to people and then hear the history of it too and they have so many things going on that you could yeah. take advantage of it's, it's really you know, for for it being a county resource, right? You know, there still yeah. is a lot of stuff that's going on there. They're doing a great job. Oh yeah, that the zoo. I got to go check out their goats. <laughs> <laughs> well, as part of the Poco Wellness Connection, I really, really, really would like for us to be able to do some hands-on gardening kinds of things for the kids where they can grow pumpkins and sell their pumpkins. And well, you realize you don't need a park for that. They can just come to my house and do it in my yard. <laughs> okay, address, phone number, and I live date. in Burns Harbor. <laughs> it's, it's the same address to where you can go and see some lights in this wintertime. <laughs> no, wouldn't that be I'll fun? Home and be massive holes in the yard. <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't that be fun, though, for the kids that to grow gore? grow pumpkins, yeah. Yeah. you know, be able to decorate them if they wanted to sell them to their parents or whatever. <laughs> Throw them at the neighbor's house, you know? No, 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 no. Let's oh. not. No, 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 no. Let's not put those thoughts in anybody's head. <laughs> Except for when it comes to Andy's house. Yeah. <laughs> Saw that coming, didn't you, Andy? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have interest. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But I bet yeah. you could recommend lights for the pumpkins, though, Andy. I would love that. And I've got plenty of lights to share if you guys need to borrow any. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you say borrow? Andy, I don't know if you'd want those back. <laughs> oh, man. So, Commissioner, what's the next big project you got going on? Or, or do you guys Statues are, at the Opera House building. <laughs> well, we do have the Marquette Trail that's coming that's cool. up. And, and what is the county involved? That's going to go through... Over in Chester, north of Chesterton? Well, Burnt Harbor's building there. There's, so what's, there's, what's the there's six phases, and we still have to, we know that we're pretty certain on phases one and two and five and six, but it's that middle part. That uh -huh. we Is that the part where NIPSCO has their poles and stuff? Or where the, where it's going through the, like the. Well, now it got moved, so it's going through the dunes. Yeah. And it's going to be more scenic. But it's just a matter of funding that part of it. Okay, so, but that's the part you're talking about? Yeah, that's the part okay. I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, we're pretty far down the, quote, trail on 
<laughs> phase one and two and five and six. And the, one is coming from the West and one is coming from the East. And now it's the one in the middle that we're still have they, working on. Have they thought like it's going to be done like in a year or two? All of this is supposed to be a 2024 project. Oh, wow. Okay. There's going to be a ribbon cutting and stuff, bike ride. Uh... Well, guess who lives up there? I don't know. Andy? <laughs> hey, I... <I'm... laughs> if anybody... We can have a party at Andy's house yes, after the ribbon yes. cutting. Yeah. We can ride yeah. to Andy's house. Yeah. We're walking on the backpack. We are, you know, 100 feet away. So, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, we knew it was... We tried yeah. to route it through your yard, but we couldn't. It was all these lights in the way yeah. you couldn't get around it. Exactly. <laughs> it was a hazard. Yeah. <laughs> it only cost us like $757,000 to reroute it, but we did. Oh, goodness. My neighbors are going to hate me. <laughs> they don't hate you already? You're the Grinch. <laughs> uh, I think they do. <laughs> No, that's cool. But is that, I mean, as weird as that, is there anticipation of a, like, a, we, we joke about a ribbon cutting, but yeah. the moment it gets all done, is I hope there's a little celebration of some sort. Or... Well, that would be really great, I think. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so much collaboration going on. Yeah. That it, we really, we really should. Kind of cool. And And I, you know, right now, I think we should task some people on the council with organizing that, especially the people somebody. that... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. And, and, and any commissioners that live up there too, right? <laughs> no, that would just yeah. I, I mean, I think you got a, a good thing there. We, you know, if we yeah. if we organize something, it doesn't have to be special. Like yeah. big, that'd be kind of a cool little thing. Yeah. And well, and we own we should. own the I mean, visitors. Yeah. We own the visitors center, right? Yeah. That's a right. county right. property. We could have it right there. Yeah. We could do something, have some sort of celebration there, and and speaking of yeah. that, I mean, there's and and with their trail, the the, the yeah the indigenous Indian, trail, indigenous trail, mm -hmm. all that, yeah, that could be highlighted just like we talked earlier about Sunset Hill. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I'm glad I thought of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and that was not Andy Bozek. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's dangerous with the three of us talking together and coming up with the ideas, <laughs> right? <laughs> by the time we're done <laughs> everything will be pink right. everything will have lights <laughs> and everything will have ribbons <laughs> and, and I'm drinking a pink beverage see how bad that's oh, yeah, oh my is. god I'm looking at it it is it's, it's a typical male pink color too very, very masculine pink I might say it is a very masculine pink <laughs> Oh my God! But <laughs> oh, so what else is what? What else is down the road that we haven't talked about? Is there any? Not there's anything super secret revealing, but anything you can see that's going to be on a schedule uh, down the road? Boy, we actually are working on that right now, trying to figure out everything that is down the road, so that we don't have anything that's going to sneak up on us that we didn't know about. Like, like a five year plan. Yeah. 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 What about uh, so we, we we lost our head of and I don't know the is it the facilities manager I think was the title yep. we we lost our so we close to having a new one yes is the position yes open? is it hired or yeah hired oh oh it's hired yeah wonderful oh you hired the person right? yeah oh can you what, is what it, are they uh, you want his name 
Sure. His name is Joe Wizawadi. Wizawadi. Yeah. Wow. And I did not make that up. (laughs) 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 No, and he's going to start on Monday. So wow, this is like brand brand new. Yeah. 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 Cool. So what that allows us to do, I I know there's been talks with the commissioners and the council about prioritizing projects. Um, Example, the roof on the admin building. When does it need to be redone? Or all the Exactly. So that allows him to tackle these. And not Um, only that, now that we're in the process of doing the projects that we're doing, I have asked our construction manager, I said, can you help us with all of that information right now on the projects that you know everything about. And I had a conversation with him today, and he's going to be working with the facilities director. So, like, let's say we're replacing the roof on the jail. Mm -hmm. And they can say, well, that's going to be a 2034 project. Ten years from now, you're going to need to do something to it, whatever that is. So then everything that we're doing right now, we're going to put on a schedule. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that we can get some software. I know there's a lot of software where you can keep a database of all of your mechanical, electrical, plumbing, that kind of stuff, as well as everything regarding the actual facility. Mm -hmm. And to have a maintenance schedule, to have projections of what you're going to need down the road and do that for every single one of our buildings, which would be great. But we can start with the buildings that we're refurbishing or replacing right Right. now and get, we'll have all that information. As long as we have that information right in front of us, why not get it into a database and get it plotted? Oh, it's a great idea because this way then future, because, you know, we're not going to be here forever, then the future leaders that come in and look at this. <laughs> well, it's two weeks after this is done, we're going to forget all the details, right? we got to get it. Or maybe yeah, one yeah, week after long. it's over, we're going to forget the details yeah. of it. So we're going to have yeah. to get it. We're going to have to get it done. Good. Well, that's exciting. It. That's, uh, yeah, it, it's been a long time coming and, and it, it'd be nice to see that run through. Because again, too, for us on the council, you know, for budgeting that stuff, for preparing oh, yeah. for you know, hey, in two years, we got to come up with another million dollars for yep. whatever projects. Well, you know, just let you know, 12 million, not a million, oh. just 12 million. <laughs> just put that number in your head right now. $12 million. <laughs> Andy, how many cars do you need? <laughs> oh my God. See, and that's, you know what, that, that, that's been one of the most, uh, for me, disturbing aspects of this job is the costs of things. You know, oh my gosh! It's and seeing the worst part about me is, and I'm not sure about you, but I grew up in a household where my parents were depression yeah. you know, oriented, yeah. and so you're constantly hit with numbers and and oh, and then also now you see it and like, why can't it cost a million dollars? Yeah, why, why can't we do it for a million? Yeah. And yeah. they look at you like you're flat out insanely nuts. No, and we had, and this was so crazy. We had a quote mm-hmm. for an HVAC system. Mm-hmm. That was given to us in May. And I said, okay, we're ready to do this now. Could yeah. you refresh that quote? See if it's yeah. still. And they go, no, that's going to be a lot more. What? Since it, May. Since May. Wow. I know. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I, I know people need to make money. I get it. But then you wonder so much how much is due to world issues. How much is done? Is a pandemic stuff still rearing its ugly head? And then how much is gouging or, you know, the greed where I can get away with it? And well, the great thing is, no matter what we do, we have to get at least three quotes. So we can't just go out to one person and say, hey, would you quote me on? Would you quote me for this? And then take that quote. We have to actually go out and get three quotes. And then we, you know, then we evaluate. 
Mm. Well, here, let's let's talk about that because that's, mm. I think, something people don't quite understand. Okay, so yeah. you want to put a, let's say, a building on the admin, you know, or a, a roof on there. Yep. Okay, so you, you put it out to the public, hey, on this date, have all your bids in for those that right. want to qualify. Right. And I imagine those those people that put in a quote have to be legitimate builders. It can't just be some guy down the street right. saying, I think I can do and this. And they actually right? have to, that that bid has to actually be accompanied by like a thousand dollar check. You know, oh, can't okay. just be, they can't just be a frivolous, I'm going to bid on this. Oh, and we have a responsible <laughs> bidder ordinance. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You know, that was, so I may not get it and I'm out a thousand dollars, but I'm willing to risk that for the Oh, no, no, no. You're not risking it. It's just oh. that you got to have that, you know, you got to, you got to put that in with it. And then if you're not a, the successful bidder, you get it back, but you have to, oh, put, and you actually okay. have to okay. put some money in there. I gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> and then when you open them up. But even before you do that, but even before you do that, and I had no idea that you have to have a, a very, very, very detailed spec so oh. people know what to bid on. I mean, think about, okay. hey, you're putting on a roof. Okay. <laughs> what? Are you looking for what materials, you know, what what kind of lifetime do you want on it? Just everything. There's so much detail that has to go into that spec. Because when the people are bidding, mm -hmm. you want to make sure it's an apples to apples to gotcha. apples. Right. Because somebody might say, okay, well, they probably want a $50 million roof because they're county government. So we're going to, you know, we'll we'll propose that. And somebody says, well, I can get away with this for 50000 So right. I could put some sort of roof on there for 50000 But <laughs> if you don't have a yeah. detailed spec, then okay. nobody knows what to bid. They don't know what to bid on. And then are all the bids opened at the same time? So there's They're no hanky-panky? They're open in a commissioner's meeting. Okay. And, and they're sealed up until that point. Okay. And then they're opened. So there's no way for someone to say, hey, I saw the bids. I can come in a little bit less and I'm going right. to get it. Right. Okay. See, that's always a good thing. So there's very yep. much transparency and honesty, so to speak, on that on that part. And uh -huh. and then you go with general of thumbs, you go with the lowest bidder or is that? Yep. Yep. Unless okay. unless for some reason that doesn't make sense. OK, it's too low or something. No, not that it is too low. But let's say you're talking about replacing an appliance, you know, like a, a furnace. OK. And the lowest bid requires you to spend an additional $20,000 on fitting that into the current infrastructure, whatever that is, Okay. versus just replacing it with something that's already set up, configured. So that might be $3,000 more, but you save $20,000 on trying gotcha. to retrofit that and putting it in. So there might be a reason where you wouldn't. You have to take a look at what's yeah. the total cost of installing it. So when you open these bids and look at that, you discuss those kind of things. Well, actually, whoever is the one, like the, either the construction manager or the facilities director or the highway superintendent, whoever has put that project out to bid. Oh, okay. They okay. look at all that. So I have a question. When, yeah. when they do these bids, I, I assume it's an estimate. They're not locked in. What if they come in 20, 30 percent higher? No, the, no, no. The these, are, these are definitely locked in. These are their final. Absolutely. Okay. If they have to do anything different, they have to submit a change order and it has to be approved at a commissioner's meeting. So... And it so may what not happens if someone, but I'm just curious, like if I, if me and Greg are bidding on to build a road and Greg builds, you know, bids 800,000, I bid a million to go with Greg, but then Greg adds another 200,000 or 300,000 on it later. And it becomes more expensive than that original bid. Is yeah. there any recourse for the Yeah, absolutely. No? Because they bid and that's why you have to have so much specificity mm -hmm. okay. um, in, 
you know, whatever it is. I mean, you you might even have a bid meeting, a pre-meeting where everybody comes and they can actually oh. see it. So they actually understand best uh, yeah. what they're bidding on. Wow. Okay. Have you ever had somebody hand in a bid and then go to like one of those meetings and say, I need to rebid this. Can I have my envelope back? No. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> well... <laughs> Kind of As a contractor with the county, um, is there a special setup you have to do, or can anyone bid? Or is there a pre? You have to get pre-qualified to bid. No, that I don't know, but I don't think that there is. But I can't okay. answer that for sure. Okay, I was just curious. I know one of the things that Jeremy Rivas had brought up in our last council meeting was trying mm-hmm. to get the consultants or the uh, contractors we use a list of them for the county, which would kind of be an interesting thing to see to see how many different ones that we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess. Well, like one anything. one good thing that we've recently gotten bids back for the Memorial Opera House, and ple- we were pleasantly surprised because they actually were coming in even slightly under what our estimate Amazing. was. Oh, that's good. So yeah. it's an indication that things aren't still totally run away like they were, and that if you do come up with an estimate, that that's fairly reliable at this point, mm-hmm. whereas in the past, uh, an estimate wasn't reliable because by the time you got the bids back, things had already gone up. Right. So that was a really, really good indication that things are settling down in the construction industry. Now, you know, you know what that means, Andy? There's, no, there's money left over for statues on top of the building. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. <laughs> Can you tell the people what, when we talk about this Memorial Opera House investment that we're making, what exactly are you guys looking into? I know you told us as a council, mm-hmm. uh, I don't remember every single detail, but can you kind of t- t- touch on some of the highlights or things that you would say are really cool? Well, sure. Well, the entire foyer area when you first come in is going to look and feel completely different. We're going to push out the front several feet and take down walls and reconfigure things and it's you're going to have the feel of so much more space and more light because we're moving things around that windows have been blocked because Uh of where things have been positioned and everything is going to look cleaner sleeker and just does it maintain the historic status oh absolutely 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 that's wonderful yeah well that's so exciting to hear yeah and Brand new auditorium seats. Oh, the brand new seats. I was getting complaints a couple shows ago. Yeah. <laughs> text me. These are too small. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Wait until you see the seats. They're just, yeah. it's going to, it's just. Do they recline? So and look like a, like a lazy boy? We have a special one just for you, right? <laughs> now it does cost $200 a show to have that seat. But... No problem. Oh my God. Yeah. Fixed income. Are you crazy? <laughs> but no, that's <laughs> As long as it comes with uh, food service at every well, night. Well, I... you know what? It's, you know, and they're learning over there because they're actually going to put the food on carts and actually be selling that, that in the auditorium itself. So yeah. the lines aren't going to be so long in the foyer oh, part cool. of it. So okay. they're actually getting very creative with wow. how they're managing different things. So I just I, I cannot wait for people to, to experience it. That's cool. 
Well, when I was in England, in the movie houses there, yeah. they they would roll a cart down during the movie and yeah. you could buy stuff. Yeah. Wow, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. So that's cool. That's yeah. uh, Is this a beer cart, a beer and wine cart? Can I request one be delivered to me? I I, I thought you were in a champagne, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I think the alcohol needs to be consumed in the bar area. Oh, okay. so, but, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I have no idea. Maybe you're, you're a commissioner. commissioner. No, I can make the rules. No, whatever not. you say goes. <laughs> yeah. I, I really have no idea. All I know is is that they're looking at everything. That's cool. We've had a new director in there, and she is definitely thinking outside of the box, which is we so appreciate. Yeah. And it's yeah. gonna, you know, just very cool. And then all the systems like the HVAC system that's all getting replaced. That thing, oh, talk about goodness. a dinosaur. Oh my yeah. gosh. Well, that's good. I mean, everything just on its absolute last legs and <laughs> <laughs> really what do you call it when you have spit and bailing wire or something like that, you know. Andy's house. <laughs> the lights are the only thing that holds it up in the winter time. So the, the wind doesn't blow it down. That was really quick. That was very weird. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. But but the but phase one of the project is done at the Memorial Opera House. The entire exterior, the okay. tuck pointing. Oh, I didn't know this. Everything, okay. everything, everything. It's all buttoned up now for and, and they got it done just in time for the winter, although we really haven't had that bad of a winter right. this winter. Right. But done just in time. Good. <clears throat> so that's really nice. And what was happening, They a couple decades ago or a decade, 15 years ago, they put a sealant on the outside of the opera house. They put the wrong kind of sealant on it. And it didn't, call, it didn't allow for the moisture to, to it, it trapped the moisture in, which is causing the deterioration inside of the building. And that's why you're seeing all the brick deteriorating yeah. inside the building. But they... Somehow, I don't know what kind of technology they use to get that off. And then they put the right sealant on. So hopefully you know, we're going to be able to, once we fix the plaster on the inside, hopefully it's not going to bubble up. and Yeah, it should be done done for yeah. as long as we're around anyway. Right, yeah. right. Well, yeah, good. everything can fall apart once. <laughs> no, hopefully this will be a tremendous legacy and cool. will be around for a very long time. Well, you're not going to believe this, but again, it happened again. We're just about out of time. <laughs> so uh, we're going to have to have Barb come back again. She might be our third three-peat, our first three-peat. <laughs> but, but she's going to come back again. <laughs> Depends on if you're on or Andy and or not. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> well, we'll come back when we have pumpkins, right? There you go. I love that. <laughs> All right. Well, if you have any last uh, say goodbye to somebody, say hello to somebody, say, <laughs> say something to somebody. <laughs> well, what I can say is I think that Porter County is a very special and amazing place and that everybody that lives in Porter County, I mean, you just need to feel fortunate that this is mm -hmm. such a great mm -hmm. county. And yep. I can't imagine a better place to live than Porter County. I Indiana. I second that. Absolutely. Amen. You too, Andy? Yeah. All right. Amen. We, can, <laughs> we can end on that. Well, this is WVLP 103.1 FM. This was Porter County Buzz. And we will see and hear you all, or you'll hear us next week. Thanks a lot. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye, everyone. <laughs>